Uh, it looks to me like uh, Grant Me the Strength has begun, episode 21. Post-roll podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you were on the live stream, we didn't have much time to hang out before because we got right into it. Right. Yeah. I'd like to say thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to GJJSAV, the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah Academy of Martial Arts and <laughs> other things. Uh, best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world with the best people in the world under the best dude in the world with the uh, best uh, giant student in the world who's on his way to the Pan Ams, Grant. Me the Strength. <laughs> Grant, me the Strength. Ross Kowiak. Yeah. That's his fight name. Me the Strength. I feel like you're tech, like you're saying Donald Trump, you know, when they did Drumpf. Drumpf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is his name, by the way. Yeah. You know, that's his real name. Right. right. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Strumpf. Strumpf. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. It's, it, you might be related. No. I mean, you might be of the same descendancy. No. Are you German? Yes. So, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. <laughs> Who's right. asking? Yeah, right. Germans are very... Uh, yeah, you know that uh, as a comedian... So as a comedian, this is a big deal. If you have German people in the audience, you can't mention uh, you know stuff that Germany's done in the past historically. Unless <laughs> you, it's awesome. Yeah, unless it's really awesome because they're very, very sensitive right. about it. Yeah. It happened yesterday in the gym. It did it really? Yeah, there's a German guy who trains. He just moved here from Germany. And you guys started poking fun at him because of the Holocaust? That's nice. I don't know if <laughs> the word Holocaust what? was used. Well, oh, but what was? Oh, it was more yeah, suggestive. Allusions to. But then somebody defended him and said they created the best modern medicine. So. Oh yeah. And then I said because of all the human experiments and. So, oh yeah. yeah, that's really bad. What you did. You know what? I started with the wrong theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey! Whoa, this is Post Roll Podcast. <laughs> I was so used to doing my shows. From yesterday, I had a couple of uh, comedy shows that were awful. Oh, I mean, not awful. They were hard. Right. And, uh, but I was using my... Is that too loud for you? No, I love it. Okay, good. All right, we're working it out. Um, we're talking... Um, we're talking human experimentation. <laughs> and the, my favorite human experiment is Grant Ross Kowiak. Grant, grant me the strength. Ross Kowiak is on his way to, uh, to Pan Ams. All right. And our other sponsor, thank you to Guayaki, uh, Yerba Mate, the uh, tea that does not send us free tea. But they uh, grow it under the canopy and they pay uh, living wage, which is amazing. Did you know that? Do you know about that? Do you listen to our podcast? I do know all your podcasts. Yeah, so I was just raising my eyebrow a little bit. You've heard rage. us talk about it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's pretty cool what they do because they buy up all this land and then they don't chop down the trees. They just, yeah. But anyway, let's talk about you and, and your, uh, tr- and your uh, training diet. <laughs> so Grant showed up this morning um, with, uh, with what I can only assume is uh, your, something, your, your training diet. I mean, it was food. What was it? It was Chick-fil-A. It was... Mm. I had four four kids, and I needed to be here on time because <laughs> I didn't want to get shamed. So, do you uh, do you ha- like as you get closer? This is going to be in in uh, May, right? Yeah. Okay. So, as bought you get my closer, tickets last night. Are you trying? Are you trying to? Um, you bought your flights last mm-hmm. night. Okay, but you registered a while ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I saw yesterday it's closed. Yeah, yeah. When did you register? How far before did you register? Mm, maybe two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Um, wow, so you got right under, in under the wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was like 95% full, and I was like, eh, uh, better do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it expensive? It's not that bad, right? No, 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 no. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Where are they holding it? Uh, NY Tech Center. It's like Dallas, but like North Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big arena. 
Yeah. Right on. Okay, so your last uh the last time you competed, you got gold. In IBJJF? IBJJF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so th- we're talking about uh, he was you were a white belt then, and now you're a blue belt. Yes. You're a fresh blue belt going into the Pan Ams. Yes. And uh, tell me if that feels like confident or underdog. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a mixed bag, you know? The, yeah. The blessing is they separate it by weight, which is... Yeah, I guess not really matter because I can go against a 500 pound guy. I guess. So yeah, so you can just hit Chick Fil A right. or whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't you're have not, to cut anyway. In other words, you're not cutting weight. Right. Yeah. Right. But I figured that out earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other thing too is it's they do it by age too. So I'm sorry. I'm, wait a second. Ian Jackson just called you bald Santa. <laughs> <laughs> ho ho ho. Anyway, right. you're getting cold. <laughs> Ian, uh, you're getting cold. And and uh, by the way, Ian, uh, where's my insult? I want to fight, and uh, you're not helping me out here. We're spo- every, have you noticed every podcast he's starting yeah. to be meaner, meaner, yeah. meaner to me? Yeah. All right. So anyway, go on. So uh, the other thing, it's all, it's all thirty to thirty five year olds. That because I'm doing a masters one. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're not doing like the legends division, like we were talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass. Right. Right. So I'm assuming there's got to be. Hey, are you ready? Because it's your turn to fight. That guy stole your newspaper. <laughs> what? That guy stole your newspaper. I'm going to get him. Sorry. I love that scenario of these old guys. On, yeah, so. Lots of broken hips. Lots of broken hips. <laughs> yeah. They just have a hip van. They're not doing drop side arguments. They, they do replacements on site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're they're just dropping. No side knocking. They're just dropping. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, so you're in thirty to thirty five. Your masters, yeah, 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 masters yeah. one. Yeah, and there's nine people in the division, which mm-hmm. is a, a little bit of a smaller one. Because wow, that is small. Yeah, because some of them have like thirty eight guys in them. Like mm-hmm. some of the the adult like lightweights or whatever. Yeah, like 30, 40 guys in there. I'm like, dang. Wait a second. So there's nine. Do you know anything about any of them? Mm-hmm. Can you see them or see their? Yeah, names? I can see their names and stuff. There's some guy. There's a guy from like Australia. There's a Uh-oh. guy. Yeah. I Who's know. he under? Like Kit Dale or something? Uh, yeah. It's like Kit Dale's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's crazy. If you look through the list, I was just scanning. There's like Lovatos are going to be there. Like, I mean, yeah. there's, it's like big people are going to the. I mean, because Nogi, it's Nogi Pan Am. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, and now everyone can heel hook. So everyone's like, oh, I'll do that. So I'm going to heel hook everyone. But, you know. Uh, do you feel like you're ready for that? That you're ready to defend the heel hook? Well, can I, I, we can't pull get, that in closer, they, by the way. They can't heel hook blue belts. Uh, up a little higher and like into your yeah there you go perfect. <laughs> they can't heel hook blue belts. You can pull the whole thing up. See the whole thing moves. <laughs> there you go. How's that? It's like man hands. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> um. So yeah, they can't. You, there's no heel hook. No, actually, oh. there's a couple things they don't do. Isn't that funny that like so? Remember we did a podcast with uh, Gokor. Um, and uh goku gokor yeah gokor uh ambarian that's what his name is and uh he um he told us that in high stand grappling they teach uh the highest level leg stuff to the little kids like oh yeah they're learning that right away and and nobody's nobody has hurt knees or anything right yeah there's i mean the occasional injury like you would have like for two and elbow i mean it's just gonna happen every once in a while but um, but it's not like a you know they have this like you know like everybody's got torn ACLs, <laughs> so they once they know you know how to stay out of them, how to get out of them, that's everything's fine. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Once you know it, you go, oh tap. So why wouldn't they let you? I don't know. I've, I've always had an argument about this. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. Although I would not be the prime candidate because I never learned. That's why I'm mad about it. Right. I was one of the guys who never really learned it the way you should have. Well, so, yeah, like, I'm, there's, I'm there's in a danger. lot of there's a lot of you know there's a lot of weird things in sports jujitsu. You know, like yeah. Oh, right. The inversion. Well, no, no, no. Like a sweep. A sweep is points. You know, if you're in your guard, you sweep somebody points. But if you're like inside control 
and you do a, like a nasty harpoon, it, they count it as a reversal because there's no guard and there's no points. Yeah. Like you could do some crazy reversals and you get nothing. You could end up like in like an arm bar and then reverse them into mount and it's like, oh, you don't get any points. That was cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Real proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that's weird you know yeah but then yeah, some lame little scissor sweep and they're like it's like it's like they were it's like the the, the we're still using the rules that were made uh at the first competition ever where they're like we we're gonna start in like an hour you guys yeah <laughs> come on we got to get these rules done <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it feels like that way yeah 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 um that's why I like kind of the newer competitions have you seen um uh, combat jujitsu that blows my oh, mind. Love it. I love, love it too, but I'm not really certain how uh, it works. Are you just slapping people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just open to the ribs. <laughs> yeah, but like, is there a limitation to how like you can slap and hit? I don't think so. It's just I just you can't, can't close, close the hand. I think you can't close the hand. But man, I mean, it's a just a slap to the ear. Just as oh. bad, and and then this this here, pa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird one to yeah. watch. Have you watched High Rollers? Yeah. Uh, I can't. I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, can't, uh, I can't handle the commentary. No, it's annoying. The, it's weird that I was telling Jimmy, the production level on that is uh, surprisingly low. Which, uh, you know you're, what I mean? You're surprised about that? <laughs> well, no, because there's a lot of money in cannabis. I understand. Yeah, all uh, that money. Yeah, in there's a lot of money in alcohol too. But my drug guy, the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make a produ- promotion. I, I, a camera could be worth ten million dollars, but if you can't hold it straight, yeah, know? yeah, that's probably part of it. Yeah. But I feel like uh, I feel like they could. You know, I don't know. I feel like it's going to happen, but right now it's just not happening. And and it's such a great idea. It's like they went off half cocked. You know, it's sort of sort of like the other thing. Sort of like uh, right, like. Yeah. Pineapple Express or any other thing that, that <laughs> has. That's, that's why they probably crept up on them. They're like, they had the idea for two years. They got signed off after a year. They're ready to go. They have the dates. Right. And then they're like, well, don't, tomorrow. We're going to figure this out tomorrow. We're going to call the production company. Right. It'll work. <laughs> <laughs> and IBJJF, uh, those competitors watch the clock and win on points. That's what Ian says. Oh, f- for sure. But if you submit them, they lose. So that's where we're at. <laughs> You're going submission. I mean, yeah. What's your goal? Tell me what your overall goal is. <clears throat> not like, to- for, well, first of all, what's your goal for this Pan Ams? And then what's your long term goal? For this Pan Ams is not to look like an idiot and embarrass James. <laughs> yeah. That's how I always feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I did a super fight. Uh, I don't know, maybe a month, right, like right after I got my blue belt against a purple belt was, you know, you know how you think you're way better than you are, you know, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah I think, and that. <laughs> I drove up there, you know, prepared all day, I was like, yeah, 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 like minute thirty got loop choked, <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> loop choke's tricky though right it was that's like a modified ezekiel loop choke from i was on top and he was on bottom and then wow oh, that's the worst right and, and so, you're like no this isn't supposed to happen right right i'm like i'm passing his guard you know <laughs> yeah yeah like a little turtle head out and so and then i got home and my wife's like you you drove two hours to waste all day and lose in a minute it's and a half so and, and, and so that's explain. where i'm like oh man you you trained for two months and then you go to pan ams oh you got arm barred in the first round in the first minute yeah and you just sit there and watch yeah that's that's my greatest fear is that that happens <laughs> yeah and if that fear enters your mind during the competition oh it, won't, it will definitely happen oh it's yeah. not gonna enter my mind the competition i i mean 
So what are you doing to mentally prepare? Is there something else you're doing besides? Uh, oh, just I'm doing a lot of like I do a lot of stand up. So like because that's probably the yeah, weakest game, for the, especially for the big guys. right? Oh, yeah. So yesterday I did stand up and I got dumped. Uh-huh. By Zaid. I mean, he's a great wrestler. Yeah. So, I mean... But a lot just of doubles, the, or what's his No, deal? no, no, no. We're doing a lot of hand fighting, and okay. then he got a single, and I was hopping, and then he just popped my leg out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Big Mike... Do you know Big Mike? You mentioned that earlier. That uh, Everybody always says Big Mike, and now it's become, in my mind, he's this looming figure. Oh, because yeah, Because I is. haven't really hung yes, out with him, but, yeah. but everybody describes him in these hushed tones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he took the serum from yeah. Captain America. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, you know, Pete knew, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So if you like scraped off cells from Pete knew's shoulder mm-hmm. and grew them and then, uh, refined it further, not refined it further, maybe made a little couple little like additives, maybe a little bigger, you know, that's, Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. That's, that's big Mike. Really? Yeah. What's his goal? Is he a blue belt? No. What is he? I, I dude. I, I does anybody know what he is? is he's, he a white belt? he's a white belt. Oh, but really? I don't know how many. I can't remember how many stripes he is. But is dude. he careful with his size and strength? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's great. He's a wrestler. He was a wrestler. I think he wrestled in high school or college or something. He's he's dude. He's nicest guy you'll ever meet. Yeah. No, no just genuine. I had pancakes with him yesterday. Yeah, it was awesome. It sounds like he's the kind of guy you could eat pancakes with yeah. every couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> every hour yeah. or so. And, but the thing is just to get to zero for him. Like yeah. I'm eating pancakes and I'm getting fatter. He's, right. he's just trying to get to zero. Is that cool? Those guys are so big. They're yeah. like, yeah, so I eat like six times a day. You yeah. know, if, if, I'm, if I walk once a day, then I'm, my furnace is pretty hot. I got to right. eat a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, he's like, uh, you know Holland House? No. There, there's like this little restaurant. You should go. It's great. Okay. But um, they do a lot of stuff for military. He's military. He's a ranger. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of give you whatever you want. And he's like, can I have 12 eggs? He said 12, Yeah, he's at 12. And they're oh like, oh, yeah, gosh. sure, honey. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's a chicken, literally ch- chicken or the egg thing. Uh, like, how, did he get that big from eating a lot? Or did he? is he that uh, big he just, so he has to eat a lot? I think it's both. It's a little bit of both, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That maintaining it. Because there's a lot of big, tall, slender dudes. Yeah. I knew a dude who is six seven, had real wide shoulders, could not have been more gangly right. and uncoordinated. Right. And I'm like, oh, you are just squandering your gift. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to figure out some way to transfer some of my fat to Jimmy to like help him. Help him with yeah. his top game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, his top game is great. I it just, is, isn't it? Just, you yeah. know, more with like a stiff breeze trying to help him with the, the wind. <laughs> yeah, stay on the ground. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, guess what, man? Uh... Oh, no, it's time for Noticias Falsificadas, the fake MMA news. It is all the news that is not news because we made it up. But now you've heard it, so you can't unhear it. The fastest knockout in MMA history is held by Gamebred, George Jorge Masvidal, with his knockout of Ben Askren from Flying Knee in just five seconds. He fights in a few weeks in in Jacksonville, Florida, his home state. And says that uh, he'll knock out Usman in the locker room to beat his record. So it'll be a minus four minutes and 23 second knockout. So that should pretty much blow away that record. No one's coming for that one. Dana White has faced his gambling issues head on with the replacement approach. Everybody knows he gambles a lot. White says compulsive behavior is best dealt with by replacement of good uh, bad behavior with good behavior. So he started to focus on more wholesome endeavors like quilting. There's been a lot of uh, Hobby Lobby Dana White sightings. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, he started the UQC, the Ultimate Quilting Championships, and has started uh, combing the nursing homes in Washington, D.C. Beltway for competitors. His first big talent buy was uh, Bernie Sanders. And he hopes to sign Joe Biden when Biden retires from whatever it is he thinks he's doing right now. And that's the fake MMA news. All the news that is not news because we made it up. Uh, But now you've heard it, so you can't unhear it. And uh, Ian Jackson says, uh, just pretend that you're smashing Colin's face when you're at the competition. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. uh, I did that whole thing with the shot on you responding to it. I I didn't do the. uh, I didn't change the angle, so it was just you watching me. (laughs) 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 This production is worse than uh, roll high high rollers. No. It's uh, it's about as organized. Perhaps if you showed up, uh, Colin, you would know Big Mike. Ah, ah that's true. Got me, mm. got me with the uh, with the uh, shade. Always throwing shade. Okay, so um, let's talk UFC for a second. We're gonna take a break from the Pan Am talk, and we're gonna talk UFC. Uh, tattoos. Are you getting tattoos? I have tattoos. What do you have? Oh my gosh. I never noticed those. That's lying. <laughs> Hold your arms up. What is that one? What is the one with all the Greek? Or what is that? Hawaiian? What do you got on your arm there? <laughs> That's like backward words. Yeah. It's actually your chickens. Is it Russian? It. What is that? It's Greek. It's Greek. Yeah. What does it say? So each tattoo is for one of my kids. I got a tattoo. Do you have for a Greek you. kid? No. Do you? I don't know. Hey, go ahead. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What so, does it say? So it's a Van Gogh painting. Uh huh. Which is dope. It's a, it actually, uh, you know. So I'm a pastor. I, I didn't know if you knew that. So grant me the shrimp, uh, Russ Kowiak is a pastor. If you didn't know that, you'd, now you know it. Yeah. And so, uh, so watch your language around him. Yeah. Or he will submit you in the name of the Lord. <laughs> so go ahead, dude. Uh, I'll tell you a story about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it just says, "Come follow me. I make you fishers of men." Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's biblical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it all biblical? Uh, all your stuff. Pseudo. Yeah. So this is. Uh, Asland from Narnia, C.S. Lewis Chronicles. Oh, right. Okay, so there's some geek stuff in there. Yeah, that's okay. Crucifixion. Good. So instead of just getting like, Whoa. like Jesus on the cross, this is the crucifixion. So not being a religious man, at a glance, that would seem blasphemous. Why? To, just to cross the image with a storybook of some sort. Well, that's the image from the book. There's a lion? Yeah, and he gets crucified. Or he gets sacrificed. Oh, okay, okay. Like in the sto- oh, I thought you were yeah. combining like no, 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 a, the no, no. Jesus so, so story with Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Super famous movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edmund, who's a little boy, he betrays yeah. the family. And so Aslan dies for Edmund. Oh, okay. And so he's put on the stone table and killed. And so that it's it's the archetype of the sacrifice yeah, yeah, for yeah, the sins. Yeah yeah, 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 I got you. So, okay. that's what it is. so and, you liked that. Yeah, and then so this is the resurrection, and that's my daughter. I have a, one girl. I have three boys and one girl. Yeah. And so that's Aslan resurrected, and her name is Anastasia, which means resurrection. Oh, yeah. man. So, so much meaning. Yeah. And so this, everyone thinks, is the lamest tattoo in the world. They're like, okay. It looks like uh, yester- a QR code from right. uh, yeah from <laughs> Yesterday, Costco. someone says, did you get that at Joker's? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you got all these tattoos, and yeah. I got this at the oldest tattoo shop in the world. In, in the world? Yeah, in Jerusalem. You're it's kidding. Continuously running since the 1300s. Really? Yeah, and it was a stamp, a, a old from the Crusades, and they stamped it on here and then tattooed it. From the Crusades? Yeah, or I guess Crusades were early, but the, from right, that, that yeah. era. Okay. Yeah, 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 Charlemagne, I guess was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had like the wooden stamp that was all, mm-hmm. and they just put it on there and tattooed. It. Whoa, yeah. that's pretty deep. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, 
I mean, that way, if if they if the Crusades kick off again, you're all set. I'm ready to be like, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you guys. It's okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm not really, but I kind of no. am. I'm safe. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's pretty cool. What yeah. made you want to be a pastor? I don't know. Honestly, really, were your parents extremely uh, no, devout or no, anything like that? Not really. Because you grew up right here. Yeah. Uh, by Down the, way, the street. <laughs> yeah. Great. So uh, Grant Grant. Me the strength for Rose Kelly. I grew up uh, two blocks from here. Yeah, yeah from this studio yeah. on uh, Wilmington Island Road. Right. And uh, I've seen your parents' house. I haven't met them yet. I don't know for sure. If you they met exist. my dad? Have I? Yeah, he picked Was up it? stuff from your house. I don't know if you met him. Oh no, I didn't meet him. He just oh. came by. Yeah, oh. yeah. No. So, uh, so yeah. I, um, I feel like maybe they're they make made them up. No, they really do exist. They do exist. Okay. It's always a funny feeling when, you, when somebody <laughs> talks about somebody a lot, and then eventually, and you've never met them. Eventually, yeah. you're like, "I have to meet them because now it's a weird, right, yeah. a weird spot." I'm about in to my call life. my mom. She's gonna walk over here. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she's gonna walk in the studio. Take a walk. Yeah, she uh, can just stroll over. Yeah, that's should why I text suspicious. her and have her stroll in the studio? That's why it's suspicious that I haven't met them. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, so you grew up right here. And on my brother and sister live uh, a block that way. Do they really? Yeah. Do you know? Um, did you know a guy? I guess he'd be way older than you. Uh, a guy by the name of Kevin Wingard. He grew up here. His dad's a colonel in the uh, army. No? Okay. Yeah, there's just... I've been meeting people lately that grew up right here on this island. It must have been so different Yeah. back when you grew oh, up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the YMCA was where St. Andrews was, which was cool. Yeah. Now it's over on Whitmarsh. There's a lot of cool things. Yeah, it's just a... I love the history of this area. That's why I moved here. So, like, uh, when I talk to people about the kind of more, like, recent history of the actual neighborhood we're living in, I mean, there's a slab where the shed was when I moved here that, that has a... Uh, uh, that has like a little somebody carved the thing in it. This is 1972. Oh. And it's literally like a picture perfect slab. There's not a crack in it. Right. And uh, so, so whoever laid that concrete in 1972 nailed it. Well, or Jimmy Hoffa's under there. Yeah, yeah. That, well, you know that's a that's a is that a that's a story, right? Yeah, he's buried somewhere, like under some concrete here yeah. on this island or somewhere. They said in the pool over at the thing, at yeah. the, across from the golf course. What's yeah. that thing called? The big uh, not is it the yacht club? The big the old hotel. Oh, the um, I want to say it's like the old DeSoto, but it's not. Yes, the old hotel that's yeah. like it's right on the bend in the road. Yeah, on the, yeah, and and uh, and people said to me like the old guys. Actually, the guy that sold me this house, he said that uh, that the the lore is that that's where they stuck him because he used to hang out there. Yeah, well, Huffy used to. There come also is a, I don't know if it's lore. When I was growing up, that Oprah owned the whole top half of the hotel. Yeah. I think she owns the whole top half of everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then that so that's why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, the guy I bought my house from grew up on this island. He's sixty something. No. And uh, and he grew up in the area anyway. And he, uh, the little house over on Winchester. There's like some houses yeah. like that were there first. So uh, he said. Um, well, so this is interesting. This house that I bought I, was his dad's house, and I bought it on a I, – I made a deal with him, uh, kind of a – we signed papers on it, but it was like a rent-to-own. And I yeah. was coming in from California. I'm like, I don't know for sure I'm going to want to live there. So I got to – we'll do an 18-month rent-to-own. A percentage goes to the da 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 Anyway, low rent. He's like, oh, I don't know how much – how much how's so-and-so? How's blah, blah, blah? <laughs> and I'm like, this is like really low. Yeah. So um, – so it was easy. And then um, then my mom, I moved my mom out here, and then she got cancer, and all this stuff happened. My family, my sister moved here, and all this stuff happened. It was just, it was taking up all my bandwidth and money. Right. And, uh, and then, <clears throat> and then when the 18 month period came along, I was out of contract, and, I, and I, I hadn't got funding to buy the house and at the agreed upon price, which right. was very low. Right. And, uh, 
And he's like, hey, man, are we going to do this? And I'm like, I can't. Not right this second because da 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 He goes, okay, well, you got to deal with your mom. Deal with it. Just call me. And so a couple months later, he calls me. He goes, hey, we got to pull the trigger. My, my siblings need this. And then um, he uh, – uh, and then I said, okay, well, all right. We're outside of the contracted time. So right. you're within your rights to just have the house reappraised and let's start over. And he's yeah. like, oh. Okay, we can appraise the house if you want. I said, okay. So we did, and it was worth another sixty grand. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to do it now. And he goes, well, Colin, why wouldn't you want to do that? And I'm like, because it's sixty grand more, and I don't know. And he goes, no, it's the same price we agreed upon. He goes, I made an agreement, and that's what I'm going to sell you the house for. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah, you're giving me this equity. He's like, I'm not giving you anything. We made an agreement. Dude, salt of the earth people here, man. I couldn't believe it, dude. Yeah. I was like, I f- I'm home. Yeah. This is it. I'm home. If I don't buy this house, I should never ever buy a house. Right. Yeah. You should be uh, yeah. sent back to California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. So I had the same experience two days and then ago. It and then it inspired me to want to do that stuff. Yeah. You know? Two days and ago, so, yeah. I was like, I was going to buy a car and the guy was like, we agreed. We shook hands. I will see you next week. And I was like. And you're like, yeah, but I don't want to buy it till the week after. Right. He's like, he's like. <laughs> Just not on Saturday. And I was like, well, not on the Sabbath. No, on Saturday. Because he goes hunting on Saturday. Oh, I thought <laughs> it was going to be like, not on the Sabbath. I don't no, work on the Sabbath. No, no. Yeah, because no, no. I live by the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I work on the Sabbath. Or, Do you? Yeah, I mean, I work on Sundays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I never wanted to be a pastor. Back to that. Uh, right. So you I was grew up here. You're hanging out. Yeah. And then what, what made you go be a missionary? Uh, I went on a mission trip. I went to Haiti. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I went on. Yeah, <laughs> I went to Haiti, and it was awesome. Yeah. Like radical. You know, growing up in Wilmington Island, then you mm-hmm. go to the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, and you're like, oh, well, oh. this is different. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's no playground. Yeah, right. Why is there not a playground? <laughs> right. There's there's not even water. Yeah. That's, yeah. And so um, it's crazy because like, uh, I, you, have you traveled? You've traveled. Yeah. I've traveled my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's like trying to describe a sunset to a blind man. Like, I can tell you about the colors, I can tell you about the smells and stuff, but until you, like, experience it, oh, it's just, it's radical. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I went to college, played football there, um, kind of forego, forego, forego some of the other opportunities I had to play football. Forgooed it. Yeah. (laughs) Other places, you know, I could have played some different... What was your position? Uh, D-tackle. Oh, yeah, air tackle. I get it. And so... uh, There's that top game. Yeah. (laughs) hand fighting no uh yeah uh studied um like christian education and french in college in bible and theology why why were you drawn to religion if your parents were not devout you didn't have they didn't drive it into you as a kid right no no, no, not really so what what brought you to it uh what what made you i mean because you're at the highest level of devotion right if you're the pastor yeah i think so Uh, you should be you better be yeah i I hope so (laughs) you're holding the torch okay so actually that's a common misconception right that but, you're more devout or that there is a more devout. Right, 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 right. right. I'm it's a, a practice. You know me. It's a practice. I'm a normal guy. You're a pretty normal <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not throwing holy water on you. No, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yet. No. Every <laughs> once in a while you say stuff. <laughs> yeah, do. you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to bring you to Jesus. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Slow. Yeah, we'll get you there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. But you say it in a way that's like, you know what's going to happen and I don't. <laughs> That's You're how like, it usually yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I know that you think that I'm just saying stuff, but it yeah. actually is. Yeah. yeah, I know about your future. And yeah. You don't, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. Uh, that's a good way to approach it if you're the pastor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Confident. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. So, I'm excited for you, man. We're gonna, yeah, yeah. Two, so, two years from now, we're gonna be doing podcasts. And it's way different. <laughs> 
So, so you, uh, so what was it that like, that like rang your bell that made you go, this is what I want, want? Uh, well, honestly, it's, it's not even, I didn't know what I wanted, want. Okay. Okay. It was, uh, so I went to this high school ministry at, it used to be called Savannah Christian church. Okay. Uh, it's now compassion Christian. And, um, this girl who was our athletic trainer at the football team, she had kept inviting all these football players to church and they're all like, yeah, you know, crazy girl, you know, like crazy Christian girl, you know, mm-hmm. there's always one of those in high school, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, she just started saying, Hey man, do you want to come to church with me? And I was like, no, not really. You know? She's like, I'll pick you up, and I was like, Well, oh, you're kind of cute. Okay, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't have a car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. You know, and she lived on Wilmington Island. Yeah, she yeah. actually lived right around here. Uh, <laughs> full circle. Um, and so I went. I don't even remember what the message was. I don't remember anything about it. But we were driving home, and it used to be Kmart. Now it's Home Depot. Remember uh-huh. that? Yeah. Were um, you here then? No, I wasn't there. Oh. I, I've been here six years, so oh, I missed yeah, the Kmart yeah, era. Yeah. So Kmart. Uh, yeah. But I can people, imagine it. People who know, listening, you know, before Whole Foods, before anything yeah. cool in that area, there used to be a movie theater. Yeah. yeah so. Are you oh, right there? Yeah. That now it's like floor decor or whatever? No, no, no. Other side. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, diagonal. Where Home Depot is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. On that side of Harry yeah, yeah. Truman. And this is so inside. If anybody's watching this from another state. They're oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's by the dump. <laughs> We don't have Home Depot. We have Lowe's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, these are Home Depot people. <laughs> yeah, click. Right. So anyway, so, so long story short, she kind of just laid it out there for me. And I was just like, I was all in in that moment. Literally just took a 180 degree turn and was like, I want this Jesus guy. And then changed my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From that experience, from being with the people, was it? Okay. Let me ask you this. Because I'm always curious about this. Yeah. And, and I believe that I kind of know the answer. Was it the connection of community and seeing people in the lives they were leading when they were when they were in the religious community that drew you to that, that that convinced you this is where you needed to be, or was it your actual relationship with the content, with the religion, with the uh... number two? Because uh, it was actual relationship. Because I actually had great friends. Okay. Like this is, I'll tell you one of my mis- the one of the mistakes I made. Mm-hmm. One of the things I regret, I had great friends like man uh, Corey Parker, Chase Hodges, like oh, old dude, man Hodges, son. yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, great friend. I don't know those guys. Yeah, are they football but, players? No, nah, yeah, they played football with me. I became a Christian, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, nope, can't hang out with you guys anymore. Oh, yeah, that is a mistake, right? Because we're friends, right? Yeah, right, and right, I'm like a, but, a I'm, half ass Buddhist, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm 16 years old, trying to like do the right thing, you know, because I was, I mean, going drinking and partying with them, and it was great, and then I was right. like, oh, I can't do that anymore, so. In your I, defense, yeah, you were trying to make a. Right, a, right, know, and I got great friends, and one, my, one, my, one of my best men in my wedding became my friend in high school, and he's a PA in town now, yeah. and stuff like that, and we played football together, Patrick, and so, um, so then, yeah, and so then I went on my mission trip, radically changed me, like, like I said, and then I went, to, and I said, I'm moving to Haiti. So I went to college, and the week I graduated, I moved to Haiti with literally with everything I had, and then I lived there. All right. So if you know Grant, then you you may think you know Grant. You may think you know Grant, <laughs> and then Grant will say something like, um, oh, like when I had the papaya farm in Haiti, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I don't know Grant. <laughs> so what's that about? You were just saying you, his point of my chickens is like, oh, yeah, I used to have – or no, we were talking about the garden. He's like, oh, yeah, okra's good. I used to have that in papaya. And I'm like, where did you have papaya? 
Yeah, so, so we had a huge farm. farm you had. Yeah, we, had a, we had a farm. So my, uh, I met Natasha in Haiti. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I wondered where was, you met her. She was a short-term missionary. Like she went yeah. on a trip this and is, I was living this there. This is Mrs. Grant me this yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I met her and I was just like, oh, yeah, you, let's talk. We talked to her. got engaged, married. And she, she moved she to was, Haiti with Wait, me. she was also a missionary? She just went on like a trip. Like okay, a, okay. you know how like people can go on a trip for a week. Yes, that's what she did. Yeah, and I was there living there, and I was like, "Oh, you're you're beautiful and smart and all these things." And yeah, let's keep talking and, and then, really gregarious. Yeah, let me ask you how that dynamic. Real quick, I don't want to get too far into it, but how how does that dynamic has that ever been a challenge? Because you're both very outgoing people. Oh, it's awesome. Okay, good. So it's not we like never a- get anything done. Yes, our house is. Crazy. Oh, I love your house. It's so energized. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying that like a lot of times, uh, two the same don't mix because you have the you know or the or they or they butt well, yeah, or she, conflict. It, well, no, I wouldn't say conflict. The crazy thing is she's had to become more like we're going to plan and do things, and I'm like no plans, and she's oh, like right. oh okay no plans. And oh then right, she's like no I can't do that. Yeah, you stop it. I'm supposed to be the rock. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so you one of you had to take the take the wheel. Kind of. Yeah. We had we we just went on vacation. One of the best vacations we had. Yeah. No plans. We didn't know what we were doing. I envy you so oh, much. It was, I, I think it's so cool oh, when that happens. Oh, plans. I'm living the other life where I have um where I'm like you where I'm just like but I'm a but I'm a child. Yeah. I'm a child here. I'm a child here. I'm a child yeah. in my calendar. Yeah. And then my wife is like, no, no one's a child in <laughs> this, and we're gonna do this. And yeah. there's these. It's yeah. So so to me, it works because it supports my childishness. Right. Same. Yeah, so in your case, she took the um, torch and is running with it and is like trying, or the, took the wheel and is like kind of kind of controlling things, but she's still, you, oh, yeah. you can still corrupt For her. For example, easy. we're on vacation, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, just looking at my phone and I was like, oh, Pan Ams, that's cool. Hey, can I go to Pan Ams? She's like, why? I was like, I want to go to Pan Ams. Can it be my birthday present? And she's like, Sure. And so I signed up for Pan Ams right there. Oh God, you guys are like little kids. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's so, why, that's one of the reasons you, you yeah, fell in love yeah, with her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. such a sweet story, man. Yeah. And I culture. I love that. She's, I mean, she's, right. she's Iranian. She's you know? Iranian. And yeah. so she grew up Muslim. Is that right? Or yeah. No? She okay. Did. Yeah. She grew up Muslim. Well, kind of. Her, her, her history and stuff like that. Her parents moved over here after the revolution and kind of saw kind of the difficulties of Muslims fighting Muslims in the 79 revolution. And yeah. so they kind Kind of became agnostic or or just um, atheist, and her dad was just like, "You choose what you want." And then, wow, yeah, and which so, for a Muslim father, that's right. a really unique uh, choice. Because well, I think he was just so disenfranchised with all the stuff watching that the conflict of the two right. teachings of friends and fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you've studied a little bit of her religion, right? Oh, I imagine yeah, 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 you know yeah. a lot about it. Um, is it true that Muhammad, uh, that there's the kind of the two faces of Muhammad, and that's kind of the two uh, faces of Islam? Is like the the um, I heard a guy describe it on a podcast. I think it was on Rogan where he was talking about uh, um, how there's the or no, it was she. It was um, uh, I'm forget Ion uh, Ion. Ayana, what I forget her last name, Hibisi or something. But anyway, um, she was saying that the um, that there was the Muhammad from Mecca mm-hmm. and the Muhammad from um, Medina, Medina, yeah. and the the Medina or the Mecca Muhammad was the more loving, uh, you know, inclusive, mm. and then the Medina Muhammad was, or is it the other way around? I, I, One of them was like, no, you know what? We just got to kill right. people that don't agree, right? Well, I mean, I'm not an expert by any means at all. I just know a lot of it comes with lineage, like who actually, where you came from, which side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. L- like jujitsu, yeah. like you know, like are you an Elio guy or are you Machado? Like you know, like 
It's actually not even that yeah, now, but just to, not to get too far into right. this, but there's the Elio, and then and then now uh, there's some understanding that Koshin Jiu-Jitsu was kind of right. a precursor, and that's what... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this like really blasphemous stuff for Jiu-Jitsu guys, <laughs> but that uh, Koshin Jiu-Jitsu was what um, Maeda was actually teaching. Right. And so he taught it to many people, including the, the yeah. Gracies. Right. And so those people are like GFT lineage. Right. That's the other lineage. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and so then, but then you're like, well, no, like, yeah. Elio Bailey. Right. And then we're like, see some guy from like Frank from Virginia who yeah, yeah. learned the same thing back in 1909. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you're yeah. like, no, he's just as good as Elio. Yeah. His great grandpa was a catch wrestler and he learned it from Maeda. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess you could say it's similar to that. It's similar. Yeah, we're gonna make a jujitsu analogy out of Islam, right? right. Out of, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's blasphemous to jujitsu or yeah. the religion of Islam. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Either so, or, yeah. we're in dangerous waters. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> we could be canceled. Yeah. So uh, you uh, moved to Haiti. Yeah, uh, we were talking about that, and then it's why how, where you met Natasha. Yeah, yeah. And so, how did this farm come about? Did you guys start it together? Oh, we had it. Yeah, so we moved to a place called the Beta Mystique. Sounds amazing. Right? It sounds amazing. Right? It but means it's not. it means the Bay of Mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna name this the Beta Mystique. <laughs> the or no, uh, not Beta. It would have to be something else. From Mystique. Yeah. Mystique. Yeah. La Bay, the Bay mm-hmm. of Mystique, which is French okay. for mosquitoes. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So that's where we lived. We had a house. We had an orphanage. Natasha ran a clinic. Um, she's I, a she's a medical person. She's a nurse. Yeah. Okay. Um, we had a farm, like a big big farm. We had everything. We had mangoes, papayas, um, uh, like kind of like taro root, you know, stuff like that. It's yeah. called mayak. We call it mayak, but yeah. you pull it and it's good. Like potatoes. We had a bunch of stuff, and then we did fishing. We did tons of fishing. We had yeah, boats. you said that too. Yeah, we had boats and we did we did fishing all the time. It was crazy. So lived in Haiti, beautiful. I have pictures, man. I need to show you this stuff. Um, catch an amberjack because you know the second largest trench in the world runs right in front of Haiti, the Puerto Rican trench. Oh right, yeah. So you're getting lobsters and you're getting big fish. You know, like just because they're migrating from from yeah. Florida down to you know Puerto Rico, all this stuff. And so um, it was great. You know, it was like. Oregon Trail, but in the Caribbean, you know, like it was awesome. You, you know, you catch some fish, you farm, you get cholera, you know, like all, all of it, you know, <laughs> highs and lows. Baby. Yeah, highs and lows. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, it was it was super fun because we went on our honeymoon in Fiji, and we're like, this is kind of lame. You know, oh yeah, it's like a resort. Yeah, because we're like, this is kind of lame because like all the corals dead and stuff, and you're yeah. like, it's way better where we live. You know, isn't that weird? Yeah, you know, people do that all the time. Yeah. and uh, we and I'm, I've fallen into that because yeah. I'm married a Midwestern woman, and there's yeah. these like habits and things yeah. that people do for the Midwest where yeah. they're like, no, a vacation is this, and then you mm-hmm. show up and you're like, this is not a vacation. Right. I, I made. Here's the thing. I make my home. You know, you look around. Yeah. I I make my space uh, the best that I can make it the way that I want oh, it to right. be. Why would I leave it to right. be happy? Right. Yeah, like this is the best thing I can imagine. Right. I don't want to go. If I'm if I got time off, that's right. I'm gonna lock the gates and hang out here. <laughs> right. This is my vacation. Right. Instead of having four kids sleep in your bed with you in a little tiny room, and you're like, this is awesome. So it, it really it makes a lot of sense when you look at like people like you know uh, going on these vacations and it becomes like the norm. Everybody going on vacation, spending right. all this money to go to right. Disney World and all these right. other places. It's cool to experience other things. However, 
Right. Um, it's it it makes sense when you look at how we've chosen to live over the last decades, right. where we've boxed ourselves in more and more and more right. until we're in these like we're we're commuting long distances to get to work, and we're and we're living in little boxes, and we're you know we, we got a good deal on the house, and it's like a prefab kind of right. And none of it's our dream, right? But we have this idea that in the future we will accomplish our dream if right. we just uh, sacrifice in these little ways, and then the sacrifice becomes our life, right? And um. And I think so many people do that, that there's this other level of unhappiness that kind of becomes an undercurrent and becomes part of what well, the community is. Which people are afraid. Good. Well, people are afraid. Like, uh-huh. like, I mean, how you have to pay your bills. You got to do this. Sure. You might hate your job. If you right. hate it now, you're going to hate it in five oh, years. Oh, for sure. It's not going to change. Right. So like I was listening to a podcast about this yesterday, but just like, man, if you take these little small changes, like, all right, well, maybe you need to get a better resume. Maybe you need to actually go back to school or like you need to figure out a way to get out of this world, you know, and start to make these things because, yeah, I mean, so many people are. Instead of letting the sacrifice become who you are. Right. Because that's that's the part that I think a lot of people just sort of resign to. And then they pass that on to their children. They pass the unhappiness on. And and I say they, but we're all like right at that like precarious sort of. Uh, you know, we're right on the fence of that where we could all do it at any given moment because the world is not easy. Yeah. Um, so I think a place like this, you know, where we live, where, you know, we, we made a conscious choice to come here for a lot of reasons, but right. one of them was that it was, it made a, a it made sense financially. It's affordable. Right. And you can then you set your s- life used up. to be affordable. Well, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 well no, it and is. It still is. Yeah. Uh, man, dude, we bought a condo. My wife bought a condo in 2005 for $530,000 or something yeah. like that. And, uh, Two years later, or three years later, I'm listening to. Actually, two years later, I'm I'm in the the kitchen yeah. of this little condo, tiny little place. It was yeah. kind of weird. I mean, we were definitely compromising. Yeah, I came home from jujitsu one night uh. and uh, in 2006 or something, and uh, and my buddy Rob Capilla, or no, 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 this other guy Mike. He had he had grown up in Salinas, kind of a rough neighborhood yeah, yeah. in Salinas, and uh, he was driving. He was dropping me off, and I'm sitting there talking to him like you do after jujitsu. Right, we're like dude, shoot the breeze, and we're in the alley behind my house, yeah. and. Uh, and he's looking at me, and all of a sudden, his eyes got all crazy. And he's like, "Dude, dude, dude!" And and uh, and he goes, "He goes, hold your door!" And and uh, and he guns it. And I'm like, "Whoa!" And then all of a sudden, the door's t- kind of opening, and I'm grabbing. Oh, there's this guy trying to get in, and he's gunning it. And the guy's like running alongside, and, and he's like, "I got it, I got it." I'm like, "What are we doing?" I'm a, just. I grew up in the Midwest. What is this? <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, that hasn't happened here in Wilmington. That was half a million dollar condo (laughs) that we lived, and that was right behind it. And that's just how that neighborhood was. So you can imagine it was not the hotsy totsy part of Monterey or whatever, right? And um, and so we uh, that happened to you at Kroger, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, this is in Monterey, California. And then um, just to illustrate the prices and the difference, the cost of living. Um, a year and a half later, I'm listening to NPR and Peter Schiff, who's been on Rogan now yeah. a lot, back then was an unknown. Like people just were like, "Who's this guy talking?" Yeah. And he was like a total like, "The world is you know ending, the sky is falling." <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, "I think Chicken this, little, yeah. this guy says the sky is falling." And my wife's like, "No, it's not falling. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to keep it for another year and then we'll sell it." And, yeah. and they're like, "No, he says the bubble's going to burst. There's a bubble." She's right. like, "There's no bubble." Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then uh, the bubble burst. A year later, it was worth 180 thousand. <sighs> That's a lot of difference. That's dude. a big difference. 
And that, and a lot of people learn that lesson, and they're like, okay, what are we doing exactly? Right. What the hell are we doing exactly? Because right. if you make these choices, this is the thing, too, that bothers me, is that people don't have this in perspective. We don't have this in perspective. And maybe it's the child in me that feels like screaming so loud yeah. to all the people that are trying to live like adults, and then it's costing them everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have the child, loud oh, and clear. Love the child. The child knows that um, these these – the way, like we said, the sacrifice right. that you make, you're doing these things. You're driving, you're driving all this distance to go to work. You're you're working at this job you don't like. You're buying this house all so that you can be happy. You're right. doing these things to be happy. So if you're not happy because you're doing it, then it's broken, right? right. Yeah, that's a mistake. Right. So you're doing it wrong. And then, I mean, I do understand seasons. You know what I mean? You're going to have an ebb and a flow. Right. But unhappiness can't be fundamentally uh, sort of swirling around all your decisions to where you can't just replace one bad habit and have everything feel better, where it's the whole fundamental thing you're building. Right. Well, I mean, for us with this whole pandemic, that's why my wife said we're we're out. We're going to do homeschool. Because Right. We can't. I wanted to homeschool before. Right. And so- And honestly, it's just been a huge blessing. Like, I mean, my wife is a saint. I mean, she's, she's amazing teaching all these kids, and they're smarter than me. You know, like it's yeah. insane speaking two languages yeah, and like about to start yeah. the third. Like, they're just crazy. But like, she has permission though. Like, man, we had a really rough day yesterday. We're not gonna do math and science until one o'clock, and we're only gonna do an hour of school. And no one's angry, and no one's upset, and yeah. no one's freaking out, or like. You know what? We want to go to Myrtle Beach, not during spring break with the other 100 million people. We're going to go the week before when no one's there. And yeah. no one's going to call us as yeah. like taking our children out of school. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. You will be jailed. Right. It's <laughs> You can live life in a really cool and like powerful way, like with your family. And I, we love it. We love it. Like took my kids yesterday. Like my wife took my kids out to Chick-fil-A and spent the day with them. You know what I mean? It's just like, man. It's beautiful. Love yeah. it. Like I, I, I don't know why. Do you, do your kids seem overall pretty joyous? I like them. When oh, I see them, they're, they're just having a blast. Oh, all the time. Playing. Yeah. We don't have a TV, and we don't have internet. You don't have a TV in the house. We don't have a TV in the house. We haven't had one Whoa. ten years. Wow. But, so when we lived in Haiti, we didn't have unique. a TV, and yeah. so we just came home and never got one. Yeah. Yeah. And so we left Haiti in 2012, and so since 2012 we've never had a tv and we have internet on our phones but we don't have internet in the house do the kids use your phones and play on your phone sometimes uh sometimes sometimes yeah, yeah like and that's kind of their outlet yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they get it like an hour a day or something like the that the thing about technology is that like they have to learn it right. and then you're like okay yeah you know right yeah because you don't want to be like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. you don't want to be too far behind but then in the process of that then you have to teach them their own parameters you have to teach them rules about how to engage with it without not giving it without giving up their right and my kids do jujitsu and- too and so we do a lot of socialization stuff too because we understand the dangers of homeschooling is like oh we're gonna make our own clothes and <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna drink mate you know <laughs> yeah man. right so they do jujitsu and baseball and stuff like that so <clears throat> So you're going to agree with this. So I'm sort of preaching to the choir, but if somebody's listening to this oh, so and has anything pre- to comment. You're uh, preaching now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was talking to a comedian about this, and this guy uh, did not agree with me. Um, and I think he was just being uh, obstinate. Um, but I believe that with the technology we have, it was just a matter of time before everybody homeschooled anyway. Right. Because th- the old system is, if you look at it uh, critically, is very, very archaic. Right. Um, <clears throat> It's rote memorization, and it's also putting kids in a in a 
room, right? right. We're going to put them all in this big facility, mm-hmm. and then we're overstretched. The teachers are overstretched, blah, blah, blah. Right. But all these parents are like, but I just want my kids to have the best education. Then they go right. to the coffee shop and wait for them to get out. And you're like, right. that's, or, or they volunteer at the school, right. and then they're not really involved. And uh, when, in fact, we ha- we've had the technology right here right. to do it ourselves the whole time. Right. And the argument is homeschoolers are dorks. Right. Well, ho- or homeschool kids are dorks, or that they don't have socialization. Right. And that was true before there was a, a larger, you know what I mean? It's sort of like the one guy that well, drove the electric car around, and everybody's like, who's that knob? Now, if you have a t- Tesla, you're the coolest guy in town. Right. So, But also the millions of children that have been homeschooled for the last year with a computer. I mean, they're just at yeah. home. Yeah. They're not getting socialized either, so. They aren't. Yeah, so, it's, so take, that's the thing. Take that, public education. Well, <laughs> this is my argument. This yeah. is my argument, that, that if you consciously... Um, socialize your children. You have yeah. a responsibility to co- consciously socialize your children um, because that's how we socialize. Right. We make conscious decisions about who we hang right. out with. We don't just go down to the bus stop and hang out with whoever sits <laughs> next to us. But I that's do. what we make you do. Yeah, but that's different. But but we that's what we expect our children to right. do on a daily basis in the public school right. system or the private school system. Right. We go, hey, we're going to put you in a room full of strangers, and then you're just going to like, you know, Hope work find, it out, find Wh- some friends, yeah. whoever sits closer to you is your friend, yeah. and then you're like, okay, and then and you know, and then that's how they learn yeah. to socialize, which is which is totally unnatural, right? You know, to there, to some degree, the interaction is is informative, but you can get that same interaction with strangers by doing things like we do as adults, right. make a conscious decision to socialize in in situations that are. Um, um, that are that where they have like interests, common right. interests right. situations. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's with everything. Like if you play magic cards, or if you're a comedian, yeah. or jujitsu, or right. pickleball. Pickleball is on the rise. Pickleball is on the rise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so all these things that um, kids could be doing, and 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 they pick, and they're right. like, oh, I want to play soccer. Well, these other twenty kids also want to play soccer. Right. Now you have something in common. Right. Now you're not just the kid who's throwing food at the lunch line, <laughs> and so he sticks out, and you're like, right. I want to be his friend. Yeah. And that because it's like that we're driving our kids into this lower, right. lowest common denominator in those situations right. because they're not consciously socializing right. and that's my argument and i and I've, I've yet to have anybody tell me that i'm that that that's that there's some better way i i think you have to consciously socialize right i agree with you yeah so so this was bound to happen and should have happened earlier i told my wife a couple years ago i go we're gonna feel like idiots if we go through their whole school you know the experience and and we're the last ones to go like to you know um Online, yeah, uh, dual you know, enrollment, or yeah, 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 and uh, and I go because it was right in front of us the whole time, yeah, and uh, and I, I had a hard my wife is very linear and like I said Midwestern and very like the, the things that she gives me um, that I, I don't have and the right. things I have I give her and she right. doesn't have um, but as a result you know these are the kind of things she holds tight to the structure right, right. and it's the structure it's right. like you said it's fear right. fear of failure yeah. Yeah, so I think a lot of people are just stuck in the system yeah. because it's a fear of failure. Right. So like instead of dipping my toe in the water, I just jump in, and I'm probably gonna get boiled one day. You know what I mean? You get boiled every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're bright red all the time. Yeah, yeah I love it. But sometimes it's it's awesome. exhilarating, right. and I can see it in your eyes. Like when you and I talk, you have an excitement in your eyes about your life. You have oh, a, yeah. you and we have this these passionate conversations because you live your life, um, you know, in a in a, an adventurous way, right? Yeah. 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 So do you. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it works. We consciously socialize, yeah. Right. So we, we we are drawn to each other in that way. But um, I just I'm glad you have somebody who's controlling things. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad Natasha's there. right. Yeah, 
It'd yeah. be like the purge where you and I would be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> running around. We're adventurers. <laughs> Little boys with sticks carved yeah. into sto- swords. We're the ones like in like ancient days would die first. I think know, so. To like the saber tooth yeah. tiger. We got this. You know what? Actually, so so this is a weird thing of, about I'm a, that I'm a little ashamed of. I'm I'm kind of usually the the second guy in. I'm like because I want to like I'm watching the other guy and yeah. I'm like uh, no go ahead. Uh, I'm kind of I get nervous. Yeah, I am with bridges and things that are weight differences. That's <laughs> like. If I see a guy, yeah, oh, for sure. Like, if I see a guy and I I think he weighs more than me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. But if I see like Jimmy walk on a bridge, I'm like a little hesitant. You know what I mean? I'm like, is that going to hold me? You know? (laughs) Are you cool with heights? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally cool with heights. But I'm just saying, like, if there was a sketchy bridge or a sketchy ladder and Jimmy goes up and he says it's fine, that's not. That's not fine. That's not fine. He weighs 20 pounds. Right. So, uh, let me ask you this. Are you are you uh, trepidatious about cuz you interact with people for donations and things like that all the time. I deal with Facebook Marketplace. I've been asking uh, I asked oh, Paul and I love I, asked, it. I love it too. And you do the car thing. Yeah. Um do you uh feel awkward sometimes? No. When you meet these people? You don't. Oh, no. You're not fearful at oh, all. Oh, no. I love people. You oh, love I love people. people. Yeah. Yeah. I rode around in a car yesterday with some random guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't even selling a car. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, 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 right. I no, just no, got no. in yeah, the stoplight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was like, hey, dude, it's actually really interesting, especially me being a pastor. Like, people, like, have you, you noticed this? Probably as a comedian. You know, I'm diverging, but my professor in college, he's like, you need to either be a pastor or a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And it's just both are healing. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was interesting. We should talk about that sometime. Um, but uh got in the car with, the car with this guy, a young guy, um, and he just started talking. You know, and I'm just listening. I'm like, man, asking questions. Who are you, man? What's up? And he's like, man, I just got divorced. And I'm, that's why I'm buying this car because I have to sell my other car and split the money with my wife. And it's just like, he was just like really broken. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just being able to sit in there and listen and like care for the guy. I don't know the guy. Probably never see the guy again. But it was just like, I just feel like there's so much of that, you know? And I just, I love it. I love it. So, like, I met another guy I'm buying this Jeep from, and he's just this old, you know, he's Gus, you know, or whatever. He <laughs> had this thing since 1980, you know, shooting oh, yeah. deer off of it, you know, like, kind of guy. Uh, big Confederate flag on no the way. driveway. When I pulled up, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I hear banjos. I'm backing out, you know. <laughs> like, but just hearing his story, you know, and just, like, people want to be known. Like, okay, that's what I do. You, you asked me what I do as a pastor. I work at Compassion Christian Downtown. My job is for people to be known and then to help them know something better out there. Like you said, like, but for me, it's Jesus, you know, yeah, yeah. I, 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 here is a better way. Yeah. Here, here's something that brings hope. Here's something that brings joy. Here's something that brings life. Yeah. Like, and that's where I'm at. And, and that's what people want. They just want to be known. People just want to be known. They want to be heard. They want yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody to know me, know my name, know my story. No, but, yeah. and everyone's like that. And so that's where a lot of conflict comes in because they're talking over each other. I want to be known. I want you to know me. So I've got to, I got to tell I got to let you know me. And what I've learned, I mean, just over the last 10 years is like, I don't need to be known. Like for me, I've yeah. gotten to a place in my life. I don't, I just like, I yeah. want to know Colin. Tell me everything about Colin. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're like the pie, pie thing, I'm like, I'm not trying to one up you. You know what I mean? The what? The Pied Piper? The pa- papaya thing. The oh, ogre. papaya. Yeah. 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 But you were like, oh, I grow up. I was like, oh, cool. Here's where I can connect with you. Cause I used to grow up too. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, it's just, it's just, that's what it is. So it's cool, man. I love it. I love Savannah. I love my 
job. So for a people person, it's like a really good line of work. Oh, dude. Yeah. COVID <laughs> was tough. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like in my Tell house. me how that happened. So as soon as it hit, what happened? What was the big sh- first big shift you made in the church? Oh, we shut down. Right. And so, so when we went you on, knew you had a responsibility to, at a, on a daily basis, stay connected to these oh, people. Oh, yeah. So, so what, it must have been an I emergency. Called, it was I, an emergency. Right. I called every single congregation person. Hey, how are you doing? How are you going? What's going on? Like, just had everyone on my staff call every single person. We started with everyone 65 and older because that's who were the first people to pull back. And then we just started <clears> calling <throat> everyone. And then once a week, we started doing Zoom bingo. You know, I sent digital cards to everyone. And then was I, this an idea you got? You saw yeah, some, no, I do, just or... decided it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I just I'm like dressed up, calling numbers. Shut up, and man. People are on the, I want to play Zoom bingo. Right. So people are on the chat, like yeah, uh, yeah, bingo. And then <laughs> and then we would so they yeah. And so then we would door dash oh, them. Awesome. Oh, they were winning. They it was free, and so we door dash them dinner. That's brilliant. Yeah, and so we had hundreds of people playing. Oh my god! Because people, and then the people could interact on the chat and like all this stuff. I, I guess it wasn't Zoom Facetime, but we could do Zoom Bingo. But we did Facetime like on our page or yeah. stuff. Like, but anyways, it was awesome. That you know? is really awesome. And that was like one of the first things we did in the pandemic and stuff. So just stuff like that. You know, trying to keep people connected. Like, we did a lot of drive-by birthdays, you know, just like... Oh, right, uh, yeah. I had one of those. Yeah, I had a parade. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. One of the things that was, like, really cool to me is... When when did it start? March? Is that uh-huh. when it started? Mm. I think it was, yeah. It kind of started in March, and then it got really deep right yeah. after. And yeah, and it was great. I love my wife and kids. Some people don't. The pandemic was way worse right. for them. If somebody said, uh, <laughs> you make good choices. If you made good choices. The pandemic was awesome. <laughs> then it was great. But if you haven't, then it's going to be more challenging, right? right? So I got You're a lot of great- Stuck with your choices. Right. I got a lot. Of, I mean, pandemic was crazy for us. We had a baby in the middle of the pandemic. We had about Anastasia. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had uh, Titus or Peter broke his arm, had to have emergency surgery. You know, oh, all whoa, during that was a real break. Like, yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. Plus four, just out. You know what? Yeah. Oh, it was nasty. How did that happen? He fell off a uh, the little tiny tot slide. <laughs> he was standing on top of it. And You're it joking. Came off under. I'm sh- I should sue them. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Wait, what? And happened? he just landed, and it just like right above his elbow, just snapped in half, and like it was like it said it was a plus four break. We went to the emergency or Optum or whatever, and they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 uh, we're gonna go to surgery right now." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh <laughs> wow, were you so scared? Goes that? Ah, uh, no, not so much. Was I mean, his right arm. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. This is what happens when a child raises children. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, um, but it was crazy. One of the coolest things happened to me is my birthday was April 24th. April 24th. Happy birthday. Uh, I don't have the song. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I'll do this. (laughs) (laughs) And um, uh, some of my coworkers, like, basically, like, hey, we know you're dying without relationships so yeah. we're gonna social distance we're gonna get some food we're gonna go to the dock and we're just gonna celebrate your birthday and it was just it was like super cool oh, yeah yeah so it, that was a cool thing but but you're in part of this larger community and they look to you for guidance on this stuff so that was uh you know it's an interesting time for you yeah because i mean you got 30 percent of the people that are like and, uh, mask you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. and then you got the 30 percent of the people that are like oh we're gonna wear masks forever uh-huh, like yeah. and then i've always wanted to wear masks right and then you've got 40 percent they're like they're like what are we supposed to do right yeah yeah <laughs> like uh, is, is everybody cool with this? Yeah. yeah Do sure. I to wear it or don't wear it? And yeah. so they have it like half on, right? Like, yeah, right. Their face. <laughs> so so um, just managing that, you know, because I mean, you know, I mean, 
a good church. It has multi socioeconomics, most lots yes. of different ethnicities, different you know generations and stuff like that. So you're managing all these things at the same time. It's that's it's it's not easy all the time, you know. Yeah. Because these people are angry, and then these people are angry, and then these people are like, ah, we don't care, and they're like, oh, well, that was a bad decision, you right? Know? So you're not going to be able to keep everybody. That's something that's interesting to me too. Like I noticed when you were at the big church, uh, you know, you're interacting with all these different people. There's a lot of uh, people, opinions, dynamics. Right. I'm sure there's even politics, right? And um, and that must be another thing that like it's all for the for good, but it, it probably gets yeah. dicey, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, because so must be because well, distracting. One of the difficulties with all churches is what you think is good is might not what they got. I might not think that's it's what good. I mean. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got all these complexities. And so, yeah, that's one of the disadvantage, not disadvantages. One of the downfalls of a broken world is that you have this church who loves Jesus and mm-hmm. this church who loves Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. But they hate, they each, hate each other. other. Yeah, <laughs> right. Cause they're loving wrong. Right. You're loving wrong. Right. No, you're right. loving wrong. Right. <laughs> And when you say a broken world, we're, it's a in 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 the story. It's a broken. It's a biblically broken world. Right. Like that's the whole reason we're in this. Right. Right. That, that's the whole reason you're here. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's so if it was ever fixed, then it well, wouldn't be the world we're in. Right. It right. Well, and that's the whole concept of a new earth, a new like new heaven, right. new earth. Like when when Jesus comes back the second uh-huh. time, it's not that he's destroying all this stuff. He's just making it brand new. So yeah. like you want to surf, it's gonna be the best surfing you've ever had. So it's in your like life. a restoration on a '69 Mustang. Yeah, but so like, yeah. Uh, better Shiny. than the '69 Mustang was brand new. Okay, with a uh, like Tesla yeah. drivetrain. Yeah, <laughs> better. But yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, let's talk uh, jujitsu a little bit um, because you are on the way to Pan Ams, and uh, I want to know if you're going to change your training. Yeah. I do. When are you going to change it? I've been changed it. Don't lie. That's uh, I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. How'd you change it? So, uh, man, I, it's hard because I have four kids, you know, and a wife. And you, yeah. you oh, wait, wait. I didn't do the theme for the martial arts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. So uh, I try to do uh, – I try to do – I do I – do, do, uh, You do do? Two, that helps. Two to <laughs> – Cutting weight. I did see a thing on that. You have like seven to twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah. My Is that but, true? My but, uh, Rob Khan used to get uh, colonic before fights. Yeah, and, uh, he said, "Dude, I lost like ten pounds." Five Is that pounds, true? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot in there. I don't think it's like as much as they say, but oh, yeah, there's like, a lot. Of I was there. just like, if you, it, it was crazy. Like, if at any point you you evacuated your entire bowels, there'd be a good amount. Oh, I should do that. <laughs> you should, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was like, it's it was, fun. it was like if you have <laughs> headaches, depression, anxiety, it's like you could be full of poop. Like that was the advertisement. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just saw one where they're using <laughs> the word poop all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when they first when they first ever swore on TV, I remember it was like NYPD Blue, and they yeah. said asshole. Yeah, and everybody's like, what? Yeah, and then they showed it on the news an yeah. episode of NYPD Blue last night yeah. broke the seal on <laughs> profanity. Yeah. Yeah. They so opened Pandora's box. They're saying that. poop now yeah. advertising. <laughs> yeah. It's slippery slope. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on where you live. Yeah. Of course, we're on septic. Yeah. But go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm, tra- I'm trying to do two two to three privates a week. Yeah. Um, I train uh, every... But what do you focus on in the privates? Uh, recently? Uh, so the first private, I have another one 
today. Uh, first private was uh, hand fighting, stand up. What, what, what? Oh, you're focused on stand up uh, over overall kind of right. Well, what what is my goal? How, yeah, do, yeah. how do I get so confident that I walk in, I know exactly what it's I'm. It's absolutely do. the first engagement, right? right. Stand and up, so get smart. Hand fighting, arm drags, working all that stuff. Yeah, get better than him. Getting yeah. getting under. You know, oh, if he is if he coming and crouching. All right, well, here's how I defend a shot and set myself up for the best yeah. opportunity. Get your hips away. Right, blah, 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 blah. Right, right. So just like prepared for anything that's going to come. That's first first private of the week. Yeah, yeah, Second yeah. Second private. Butterfly. I've been working. I, I've, oh, really? Yeah. That's I, a unique thing for a heavyweight. Right. Because your knees are not going to carry some guy's weight. Right. Well, that's the thing. So I feel like, dude, I mean, me and other guys, a lot of guys like to smash and like stuff like that. And you want to get in between. And I'm always getting like in these weird butterfly movements. So just like, all right, what is my goal? All right, double unders, head down, rock them forward. Okay, if they base out real hard, then kick their legs out, drop into a guillotine. You know what I mean? So uh, I see. So like just just be- I, here, here's what I think uh, um, you know uh, strategically that's wise because you're you're taking away the one thing this big heavy dude has right. the ability to lay on you right and you're getting rid of his base right and he's like wait a second now I'm like floating on you right because that's and what you pe- have my weight well because that's what people do to me mm-hmm. like these little guys yeah. are like lifting me I'm like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know, and I a, don't like it <laughs> yeah you're unconfident there and they right. would be too so that's good right so next is butterfly uh, and then uh, probably today's uh, half guard from bottom. Oh, we did half guard Kimura. I love half guard from bottom. Yeah, we did half Dude. guard Kimura. Attacking Kimura on That's, the on the near side uh, uh, to yeah. bring it back over for a sweep. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. So so Kimura to me, man, half guard. I feel like I go there. I'll, I'll go there from anywhere. I'll get I'll try to get there. Right. I like it, and then I also like being mounted, yeah. which is bad. Yeah. But uh, but I like being in half guard. Yeah. Because um, I feel like there's so much power there. Yeah. I, you, I, are you are you working on that re- because you like it or because you need to work? Because I need to work on. I need to work on both. Every, I mean, I've kind of got a little PTSD since I got loop choke yes, because yeah. I was in half guard and I was on like top. Oh, on top and I was yeah. like oh cool and then I was like oh that's yeah. what I mean half guard from the bottom is a stronger position right and I yeah. get there a lot and I uh, have a knee shield and I have this stuff and it's just like I don't like the using I go deep right I like going deep deep pull the pull the that that leg is a lever that close leg you have is yeah. a lever and if you crank it sideways with your other yeah. far foot and bring it in or extend it now you've got all this other space you can work with and there's there's like two double-sided options right there right. from the bottom so, from underneath so for me it's just knowing what's there so like yeah i've gotten in deep half where i'm like oh man i got their leg great yeah and then i'm like pull their i, I pull their leg and i'm like all right what do i do now you know what i mean yeah you don't know quite yeah so you want right. to know so yeah i mean i mean i'm a, a blue, blue belt, belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um as long as i have two or three even two one or two if i have one or two options from Almost any position, I'm I'm good. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm all right, cool. I can do butterfly here, or I can go to half guard, or I can do this. Okay, like I don't want to sit there and be like, oh man. Oh right, I, yeah. What am I supposed to do? I got to get to that other well, position that's the thing. that I'm used to. <laughs> well, similar, similar. This is the first tournament I've actually trained for. Uh-huh. Like I, I sim, I signed up for Worlds or like the Orlando IBJJF just randomly. Like I was just like, oh cool, I'm gonna. You do just this. did it within a couple yeah, weeks. Well, like a couple weeks, I'm like, I'm gonna do this, and then I went and I was like, oh, just like I roll at the gym, you know, and I just rolled. I didn't have a plan. Now I'm like, all right, this is exactly what I'm gonna do. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm gonna hand fight. I'm gonna get all right wherever it goes. I know to go here, and I'm gonna here are the four submissions that I know I'm I can get almost any time, you know. And so that's where I'm gonna go, you know. Yeah. So 
So those are your three training sessions that are privates. Now, what about regular training? Do you, yeah, do you, I, I, I regular train every day. Are you going to taper off your training toward the end so that you're not uh, um, feeling sore and hurt? Uh, no, I'll I'll train. I just won't roll. I'll probably just relax. I just, do have a tournament May first to okay. kind of test everything. Right. Okay. Yeah, so and see how it's going. Yes. Test the waters. Yes. And it'll be my first tournament as a blue belt. So yeah. Um. So I'm doing that. But um. I also do weightlifting with uh, Drew. Mm-hmm. McKinsey at High Performance Athletic. Shout out, sponsor. Shout out, High Performance. <laughs> you know what? We should do that. I should talk to Drew. Drew. Um, he's a great podcast. Come on, man. Yeah, he's a great podcast. Yeah, I'll have him on, and then you, you guys should sponsor us with something. I don't know what. I mean, maybe a membership or something for people who follow or whatever. Yeah, like uh, we should do that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, So I worked out with him yesterday. Oh, man. Because a lot of people at the Academy use his service. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, and he's been really... with us forever. Right. And he does just a specific training, right. too. So yeah. it's not like... All right, go and do this to get your mom body. He's yeah. like, all right, cleans. We're gonna do yeah. this. I mean, he even makes us train barefoot sometimes too, because he's like, you got to get used to the weight and the, this and that. Yeah, and you're in the backyard of his house. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's a facility. Beautiful right facility right across, <laughs> right across from behind World Market. High performance athletic. Yeah. You show up and it's like a, yeah. <laughs> it's like a old Victorian that yeah. needs restored. Yeah. It's like, uh, just uh, watch the dogs. Careful. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and, uh, I've been <laughs> taking some vitamins and stuff like that. So. Oh, oh, okay. You, you chuckled when you said that. So you're on steroids? No, 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 no. <laughs> I chuckled because I'm doing like the Jocko, Jocko vitamins. You know, oh, you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is the Jocko vitamins? I've heard that's twice, uh, second time I've heard that. The twice time? The twice time. I think I've had too much mate. <laughs> Combining terms. Uh, yeah, the second time I've heard that this week. Yeah, so I got this one. It's got like turmeric and stuff and in it. Okay. I, I forget what it's called. Maybe Greek fire or something. I don't know. But he has okay. cool, cool Zeus's power. You know, he's got, cool, <laughs> he's got, cool, he's got cool names for stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, trying to eat healthy, you know, trying to just feel good. You want to, I, I eat to feel good, not to, yeah, to like look ripped like you. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah. Ian, do you hear that? I look ripped. That's yeah. what he said. In person, I really do. You wouldn't know that because you won't come here to fight me because you're yeah. scared. Is that, uh, is, is your shirt six blades? Is that like uh, the Habero? This is actually, it looks a little Shoot. bit like uh, Hibero's, uh logo. Oh, my shirt. Let's go to this five. angle right here so you can see it if it's you're watching. It's only five. This is Charles Harriet's uh, logo. Mm. Remember Charles Harriet? He came with uh, BJJ Globetrotters. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. He stole Hibero's logo. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the way there. He, he picked it up on the way there. He's like, I'm having trouble getting a logo. Yeah. Uh, and then he met Salo, and he's like, I like that guy. <laughs> I think I'll take his logo. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, what will be will be. You know, I always say this. Okay. I say this. Uh, I was telling my team this. I have a team of people that I lead. Um, and I say, you're never as good as you think you are. You're never as bad as you think you are. And then the it's second true, thing right? is, yeah. And the second thing is I have a wife and kids at home that love me. So whatever happens, happens. You know? So. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that as an end. Yeah. Should we end it there? Sure. Okay. Next time we talk farm. Yeah. I want to know all about how you started a papaya farm. <laughs> All right, but we'll do it next time. Thank you for listening to Postal Podcast. Do you have anything else you want to add? Because we're there. Uh, No. Um, Thanks for having me. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. And we love you guys. Yeah. Um, I think we probably have Mark Waller with us still. Ian, um, you're not commentating anymore anymore because uh, I'm not responding. (laughs) Uh, But uh, John Eden, please give us the barbecue, please. You know barbecue, please? Yeah. Yeah, we need the barbecue, please. Yeah. 
Get in there, rap. Let's hear the Russ Kelyak rap. Hit it. <laughs> I can't rap. Yeah, I've tried. No. Yeah, dude, I have a buddy who's a comedian. If you ever heard of Chad uh, Daniels, and uh, he can rap, he can flow. He's like an older white guy, and he, and he can really rip. And uh, he went into Wait, a shoe what's store. his name? Chad Daniels. Oh, I think Charlie Daniels. No, of course he can flow. He never went down to Georgia looking for That was rap. Yeah, but no, he. Um, he uh, went into a shoe store to buy shoes for his kid. Yeah, Jordans, like yeah. really nice basketball shoes, and uh, and it was in a mall, and uh, everybody there was like, uh, you know, really young black guy. Yeah, and uh, and he, so he goes. Uh, this guy was like kind of rapping while he's like putting the shoes up. He's like rapping, yeah. like flowing yeah. while he's putting shoes on the shelves. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, hey, how much are those shoes? And he, and he shows him. He goes, whoa. He goes, um, will you give them to me if I if I beat you in a rap battle? And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> So Did he, he beat him? Rap battled him, and uh, he Who was kind of got it. The, everybody there, the, yeah. so all his friends, the yeah. guys' friend, the guys' friends. So um, they're all, you so know. He but he was advantage. like, but this is how bold this guy is. So he he's doing it, and and uh, and he hit. I guess he hit him with a line about the Amistad at the yeah, end, and they're yeah. like, whoa, yeah, and because uh, it, it was like you know they're rip, you're ripping yeah, on each other. Yeah. And uh, and and he was actually holding his own pretty good till he hit that one. And everybody went no, yeah. So uh, so he goes okay, okay. And he realized what he'd done. He's like, it's good, it's good. No, no, no. I'll pay full price. It's good, it's good. <laughs> and then and then uh, he went to pay for it. And um, and and uh, and the guy gave him half off. No, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's like, man. Yeah, you old, you're for an old white guy. Dude. Yeah. You got balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty that's good. Cool. But next time, uh, grant me strength. Uh, grant me strength. Russ Kowiak will rap, and yeah. we'll talk papayas. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I don't remember this in the song. <laughs> Go, John Eden, baby. Woo! We made it. You don't know the words. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Mark Waller, for listening. Thank you, Ian Jackson. Thank you to James and Pedro and Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah. Boom. And thank you to Grant Me Strump, Russ Cowley, for bringing the wisdom. Yeah.